everyone. It's Zoe, your host for the NDSU Study Abroad podcast. Today with me, I have Kelly Schlegel. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Zoe. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Perfect. Awesome. Well, Kelly's here to tell us about her time in Korea. So, Kelly, what was your favorite activity to do while you were in Korea? Okay, so I'd say there's probably two things. Awesome. First one, I think universally beloved spa time. Oh, of course. Um, so they have a spa called Korean Spa, and that's called Jim Jobong. Jim Jobong. And so it's like there'll be sort of like hot pools that you can mm. rest in, sort of like restorative, so like different temperature. Hmm. Um, they'll have like cold ones or hot ones or medicinal ones. Oh, cool. So like first you'll go to like the public bath shower and then like just alternate in those. And that's <laughs> separated by gender because you, okay. you do that naked. Okay. Um, but then they'll give you like a little like pair of pajama type things, like nice. a loose shirt and matching shorts. Nice. And then you'll go up to the like for everyone, so like unisex dry mm. uh, sauna. And, and you're in a you're in your pajamas. You're in your pajamas. Okay, yeah. Cool, you, you put cool. on your, your nice right. standard issue pajamas. Right. And you just hang out, like go to the different like again, they'll have different rooms, like some medicinal, some cool, some hot. And what do you mean by medicinal? So like there'll be like this is the like they'll call it like I one I went to regularly was like this will be the pyramid one. Oh. And I don't know what made it special because I couldn't quite read the fancy Korean. Okay. I was like, I don't know this word. But just like different herbs and stuff like yeah, that. In sometimes. There? Okay. okay. It's mostly common to just have different temperatures and they'll oh, have like okay. one specialty sauna. Oh. Like in America, you might have like a green tea sauna or mm-hmm. whatever. They probably wouldn't use that, but stuff like that. Like I knew one that was in, was like a gold sauna. Oh. I don't know what made it gold, but it was Don't know gold. what it was gold for but it was gold yeah it was a gold song interesting all right and then your second one yeah the second thing um is noraibong which literally translates to song room song room yeah oh. so instead of going to a karaoke at like for example in america like a bar or whatever sure um there it's like you could go to little like karaoke booths like one giant like hall or like room or building mm-hmm. and they'll just have like tons of little like different booths for you oh, you'll like cute. shut the door and it'll be private and you can just put in like a dollar or like a like back on, which is like 501, which is a quarter, basically. Mm-hmm. You like put it in, and then you can pick however many songs for that price. Cute. And they'll have like American songs or Korean songs or Japanese mm-hmm. songs or French songs. So, Ooh. yeah, they interesting. Don't have, their selection of French songs is quite limited. <laughs> <laughs> but they do, makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, but they do have a good amount of English songs, and oh, they fun. update regularly. Like while I was there, they finally got Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Wow, so I that, interesting, which is fun, fun. Yeah. super cool. So it's not like in a, it's not like like a public event like no. you can go to an establishment here and just like sing your heart out and everybody signs up for their songs kind of thing yeah. it's a private room yeah you paid for your songs yeah and is this something that you do like alone or like with groups Both. or so oh. like a lot of the booths are like enough to fit like two to four people okay for sure and then obviously you can go by yourself it's not considered weird because oh. again you're not paying for a drink or going to like any of that it's right. very like a lot of them don't even allow alcohol at all okay. and stuff like that. So you're there you're to there, sing your You're songs. there to sing. You pay your money for the singing. For the singing. And they score you. Oh, what? Yeah. So, like, the first time, like, the first 20 times, like, the first 20 songs I did, I would not score above a 28. Okay. Because, you know, in America, like, when you sing at karaoke and stuff, you're, like, you got to, like, go as hard as you can, sound mm-hmm. as cool as you can, which is, like, sometimes being different than the singer. Sure. But there they, like, measure you against the metric of the original recording oh. that they have. Yeah. So, like, for example, I will get 100s on Make You Feel My Love by Adele. Mm. Cannot get 100s on Animals by the Neon Trees. You know, like... <laughs> 
for example. Interesting. Interesting. So what is it scored out of? You said you'd get like a 20 something. One to 100. Oh, out of 100. Yeah. Okay. So, and I think it's by like pitch and rhythm. Okay. Right. So for example, I go a little bit too hard on Sam Smith. So I only ever get like a 95 (laughs) because I'm like, I'm going to do a few extra runs. Right. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) So crazy. All right. Well, um, you know, a little bit karaoke is pretty different from America versus Korea. What were some of the other differences that you noticed while you were there? So I think Americans like typically like to have like a nice breakfast. That's like a bit more mellow. So like Mm -hmm. either sweet flavors or like savory flavors or like Mm -hmm. nice neutral flavors. Right. Koreans are like, how much pepper sauce slash gochujang can we put in this? <laughs> like, gotta wake you up. Oh my gosh. Get you ready for the morning. This is your morning. Your, yeah. your morning spice. Your morning wake up spice. spice. That's my favorite spice. It's <laughs> <laughs> a wake up spice. The wake up spice. That's awesome. Very cool. So just really, really intense flavors for breakfast. Oh yeah. And throughout the day, but like specifically breakfast will be spicy, which is like mm-hmm. neighboring Japan gets uncomfy about it. They're like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> like, why would you do this to your body? You need to wake up. Right. Have a gentle breakfast. Right. So. You know, when I was in India, actually, I did notice that there were some pretty intense, savory, spicy flavors, too. So that was, yeah, that's kind of cool. Just going off of yeah. what you were saying there. Um, you know, what what other kind of things did you notice that were different there versus, you know, Korea I versus U.S.? I think one thing that people don't consider sometimes is they have a different measure for age. Oh, Right. So they have something they call international age, which is like how everybody in the West does it. Right. Where it's like, I'm born at age zero. Right. And then, you know, a year later, I will be one year old. Right. Whereas they're like, you're born at one. And on New Year's, you become a year older. Oh. Everybody does. Everybody's age. Oh. So like if you were born, I don't know, like December 31st. Right. You're one. Oh. And then New Year's, you're two. You're already two. So wow. December 31st, kids be out there on the streets gaming the system. Wow. Yeah. Um, Crazy. So like I like last week I turned 21. And so like technically I would have already been 22. Right. If oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I would be born at one year. So I would mm-hmm. have already been 21 when the year was coming. Right. And then at New Year's, it would have been 22. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So very, very interesting yeah. kind of system that they have with that. Hmm. All right. Any, uh, what do they do for like birthday celebrations? So more and more they're celebrating like birthdays because mm-hmm. like it's a very Western thing. Yeah. Um, and they're like pretty tied with American culture. Okay. But uh, birthday soup was already something they did. So like on New Year's, they'll be like, oh, we're going to have taco birthday soup. You oh, know, rice cute. cake soup. So, cute. Yeah. Oh my it's, gosh. It's nice. Like it's actually one of the Korean soups that I'm like Midwesterners would love because it's just oh. like a nice clear broth with like a nice rich flavor. Mm. It's got a little bit of seaweed in it, mm-hmm. a little bit of rice cake, which is sort of like a nice spongy texture and like mm-hmm. really really tasty yum yeah yum. definitely gonna have to figure out how i can try that <laughs> it's honestly not hard to make oh cool i think i think you might be able to buy pre-made stock for it oh my gosh yeah it's just dry stock it's not gonna cool. taste as great but right okay. right okay interesting yeah well they've got their birthday soup you know what other um kind of different foods or what were your favorite foods while you were in korea two favorite foods one is a very obvious easy answer which is dakboki, and that's more rice cakes, but it's okay. rice cakes and spicy sauce. Okay. Yeah, and we're like, daku is like thin um, oval slices. Yeah. Um, dakboki is like a thicker, more cylindrical, like, rice cake. Huh. And then it's in that spicy sauce, and often they'll put a little bit of fish cake in it, hmm. put a little bit of chopped uh, cabbage in it, and mm. that's, they'll like add all the other things, like 
they'll say so they'll put cheese on it and call it cheese dukboki or like uh-huh. cheese yeah um they just say cheese oh like which is yeah yeah all right <laughs> like, all right fun um, so they like put cheese on it and i'm like oh yes nice it. and it's like all my korean friends who are girls are like Dokboki is the Korean soul food for girls. It's the food that we all love. You have to eat it when you're happy, when you're mad, when you're sad. Dokboki. Dokboki always. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. But my personal, personal favorite is for sure Sunubuchi game. Okay. Explain when, that one. Yeah. So my friend Jean and I, we went to get Sunubuchi game like three times. We had we had two quests in Seoul was to find the best burger and the best oh. Sunubuchi game. We definitely found the best burger. We still are undecided <laughs> on the Sunubuchi game. Okay. But um, Sunubuchi game is soft tofu stew with seafood in it. Mm. So there'll be like a really rich kimchi and like a seafood stock. And then they'll have like cook their seafood and soft tofu in it. Mm. And then there's like actually what they'll do is they'll put a raw egg on top and then it'll oh. cook while they hand it to you. Oh my gosh. Because it's served, I think it's called dalsot, which is like the stone bowl. I could be oh. wrong on the word though. For okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But it's like served in that sort of like stoneware bowl. Wow. And so it keeps it hot. And so it'll come oh, out to dang. you bubbling and it'll Ooh. have a little bit of veggie, a little bit of soft tofu, seafood, and then like just an egg that'll be cooking. Oh my gosh. You can stab it and mix in the yolk or wait for it to cook <gasps> all the way. Whatever is up to you. Oh my gosh. That sounds delish. Oh, so good. Oh, my gosh. Yummy. Yummy. Um, And then I guess another topic I wanted to ask you about was, you know, what were some of the big, uh, you know, cultural differences or some surprising things that you had found in uh, Seoul? Yeah. So one thing I mentioned was the age thing was really interesting. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And I think that sort of ties into, like, their age politeness culture. Like, one of the first questions you might ask about someone is, like, what their age is because you need to know, like – if someone's older than you, you need to be more polite in the way oh, you speak sure, to them. Sure. And so that's how they conjugate their verb. Like it wouldn't be I run, he runs, she runs type mm-hmm. thing. We're conjugating based on that person. It's conjugated based on politeness. Oh. So like okay. if you're more formal, you have like a specific ending, which tends to be a bit longer. And then oh. the less formal, like you'll step down and like, for example, you can just re- use like the base conjugation with the vowel for like okay. friends. Yeah. Yeah. So hmm. that's really fun. Yeah. Um, interesting. But one thing I noticed is that Seoul, despite, like, obviously being in such a polite culture, like, mm-hmm. if someone, like, falls down or, like, is, like, struggling a bit on the yeah, sidewalks, yeah. you know, whereas in the Midwest, we'd be like, oh, you're carrying three boxes. Let me help you. Right, or, right. You've tripped and fallen. Are you all right? Let Can me I help pick you? up your papers for right, you. Right, yeah. Whereas With our Midwestern niceness, you yeah. know. Whereas there, they're like, just keep walking. Just, just keep walking. Like when I was walking with my friend Ugin and like someone just like fell really we were on a we were on a food street. Someone just like fell really hard and she like, dropped her bags and I was like I was oh. like Ugin, we have to go help her and he's like he's like, No no no, I know you're from Fargo. Don't just keep walking. And I was <laughs> oh like Oh my god And he studied abroad here for a year. So I was yeah. like I was like, What? And he was oh. like he was like he was like, Just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Crazy. Huh. Interesting. Um and last but not least what do you miss about Korea? Oh, for sure, the gym Jobang. The gym, the the Korean spa. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. My mom, stepdad, and I like we had like a weekend in Dio, and we went to the spa um, mm-hmm. on like that long weekend, the Monday. Yeah. And uh, I was there, and I was like, oh, there's this like steam shower, and I was Ooh. like, and I got a facial done, and they got like a couple's massage done, and it was great. But then the whole time, I was like. We're paying, like, a lot of money to be here. We're only going to be here for, like, two or three hours. Mm. Whereas I was, like, in Korea, I'd pay 15 U.S. dollars to go to a 12-hour – and, like, that's expensive for one. Oh. There. And, like, 
I'd go there for like, tw- you could be there for 12 hours. Oh my god! And then as I mentioned, have all of the different temperature hot pools and then like right. the public showers. And so like you that. just spend your whole day, your you whole could, 12 yeah. hours Jay chill and relaxing. You get some relax in there. Seriously. Seriously. It's great. Honestly. And then some of them will have like Neubong or arcade. And then you got to buy some steamed eggs, like some smoked eggs. Smoked eggs. Yeah. It's okay. Smoked eggs and then a sweet rice drink called TK. And oh. it's so good. I love them both. I'm going to the spa. So clearly I need smoked eggs. Yeah. It's like because <laughs> they'll have like heated floors and like you can lay there. And then you might be like, huh. I need some uh, smoked egg now. And you, like, go to, like, wherever they sell their smoked eggs. And they'll have, like, little tables. <laughs> and you can be like, I would like smoked eggs and a shike. And they'd be like, I suppose. And I, su- then, I suppose. <laughs> and then they're actually, like, really technologically, like, better than America in a lot of cases, I wow. would say. Because you'll have, like, a bracelet. And oh, then you'll have, sure. like, an electronic swipe and then a key. And, like, oh. the key is for, like, all of your stuff. Okay. Like, you have your locker where you put your clothes in right. and your, like, bags or whatever. Yeah. And then you, like, wander around. And then the electronic part is, like, your customer ID at the till. Oh. And so you'd be like, I want to buy some smoked eggs and rice drink. <laughs> and you'd be like, here's – I want my rice juice and my smoked egg. And they'll be like, here's your rice juice and your smoked egg. <laughs> and it'll just charge super to your account. Cool. And you just pay it when you leave. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So that's super nice. And I just – I miss it a lot. I was mm. like – also, public transit's nice. Mm. I love driving. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. You know, blasting the music. Because we don't right. have Neubong here. Right. So I love being like, yeah. So like Neubong like replaced car singing. For okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And then could you talk a little bit? I You actually went on two different types of programs. Um, you know, we've kind of talked about your your exchange while you're over there. Do you want to touch on your um, – your CLS, your critical language scholarship? Yeah. So as you mentioned, it's critical language scholarship, which is a state department. Well, so it's a state department funded program with the American Councils of International Education. Holy cow. Which is a whole mouthful. Yeah. Um, But basically uh, what they do is they help students like learn about the world and study abroad. And their Mm -hmm. goal is to make America more like outwardly focused and diverse, Mm, which is a great goal. We here at the study abroad office commend it. Love it. And so they have, I do believe, 12 different languages. And they'll have, like, so many for beginner and then intermediate and then advanced. Mm. And uh, so, like, beginner is you don't need any study to go. Okay. Intermediates, you need one formal year of study to go. And then advanced is you need two years of study to go. And I do believe two years of study is Japanese, Chinese, and Russian. Oh, okay. Um, one year is Arabic, I want to say, but it could be a two-year program. I think Portuguese is also a one-year program. Yes, so, like, there's, like, a ton of different languages. They also yeah. have, like, Swahili and Punjabi and Azerbaijani and a few yeah. others. Yeah. And then, obviously, Korean, which, when I took it, was beginner, but got moved to intermediate. Just okay. because, as I've mentioned, there's a lot of English competency in right. Korea. Yeah. So, it became very difficult to do an immersion to gain language okay. when everybody could just speak. Like, they'd be like, I need to illustrate this more complex point I don't have the words in Korean my host family understands English why would I not just do this oh, and it's a very sure. bad habit because it is okay you are supposed to speak in after a certain date that mm. language okay with your host family with the program staff unless there's any specific issues okay makes one sense. thing that makes it great is that they give you a stipend for food they pay Ooh. for your housing they pay for your plane ticket wow. the only thing you need to you need to cover is passport visa and whatever physical before you go wow that's yeah. outstanding. Yeah. So, like, a super affordable option to promote studying abroad while oh, yeah. also learning another language in I, a very unique yeah. way. I got over a year's worth of education for Korean in two months. Wow. It was 
amazing. I really liked it. There's some things that can be really like straining about the program. It is quite intense. Sure, I imagine. But I think it's a great opportunity because it's in the summer, so it'll fit with any major that doesn't have summer work. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and it's, again, really affordable. You won't have to take out a loan at all to go. You won't, like... Amazing. You really don't have to worry about your financial aid or anything. Love I would it. say maybe take a little bit of personal money for spending money, but yeah. otherwise it's they give you a food stipend there and wow. stuff. That's super awesome. Yeah. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. We we so appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you with the next episode. Bye. <laughs>